la 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 it's Kirby's Disco World. I'm Disco Jesus, the Groove God. With me, Swiss Cheese, the Mamba Messiah, and JK, the Destroyer Deity. So, fellas, how has the disc been flying? I'm going first. All right, you go first. Yeah, I'll go first. I, man, I hit up Delwood. I went on a solo mission, had a vibe round. Um, Went there to accomplish two things. That was disc golf and smoke, and that's what I did, and I enjoyed it. Um, I also, like, man, I came really close to buying, um, man, now I can't think of it. I told Jay yeah, what it was, but I can't glitch. think of it. Glitch. glitch. Yeah. I, I, like, real close let's put it this way. If you were there, if I was there, you would have bought the glitch. I I'm sure if, if anybody. You would have bought it. Man, yeah, I told Jefferson. I told Jefferson. I was like, "Hey, I purposely didn't call you because I was gonna ask, and then like, I would have bought it. Like, because if I would have asked Jefferson, Jefferson's like, well, yeah, buy the disc. I would have bought yeah. it. So I no, purposely yeah, didn't I, ask. I want to try the glitch. I want to throw it. <laughs> I want to throw it. So that's why I would have had you buy it. So yeah, I didn't I get that. Um, but great day, beautiful day. It was like one of those um nice hot sunny sun uh, days. Um, awesome time, man. It was a good Monday. So. Brilliant. Round was great. The course is beautiful. If you guys haven't gone out there, we've spoken on it. Delwood's awesome. Um, sick community. Um, and that's it. I had a couple of home course rounds that I probably played my la- my worst solo round of the year. Last round. No bogeys, but all like, man, I, I think I only had like two or three par- birdies. That was brutal. <laughs> like, but, yeah, uh, well, it. I did that groove only round. I actually did it. We posted the video. I fucking, I did a lot better than I thought I was going to do. And I could have saved it. Putting with a groove is so weird. It's, it's just such a different fucking take. And then I actually played around today and I had fun doing that. I had a couple really good shots and I had fucking a couple making out and fucking on the, on the fucking fairway. On the course? Yeah. Like taking I... all the time. It pissed me off. Were they playing or were they just walking? No, they're playing. Like they, and they they were throwing more than one, and I think the girl was throwing uh, away like the girl was throwing two uh, like throwing both of hers. It was really weird. But uh, I thought I lost the Pharaoh on fucking hole one, and I spent thirty minutes finding it. But I found it. Hey, funny thing, I get, I, I, you reminded me of a story that I completely like blacked out because it was so frustrating. So I played the last time I played by myself. We walk up and I'm like, literally, I got two sings to cover. Sorry. Literally the last one. Like, I'm thinking I'm the last one to get a full round in by the time I got there as far as the day goes. Right. Uh-huh. Walk up. There's a pair that are already thrown their first shot by the time I walk up. They proceeded to throw three more. <laughs> like, they're playing both white and gold. Like, didn't offer for me to throw. Like, but they were rushing. Like, they, these guys played. They were rushing. But they were still going to get theirs in, right? So, yeah. first thing, I thought that was really fucking weird. Like, I, I would never fucking do that. Like, yeah. two, sure. Two, I'll give you first off the tee. Fine. But four? A little weird. They did basically two each. Is what they are doing. Mm-hmm. And like I want to say, like they almost tried to them out. Oh, both of them? Yeah, like yeah, not That's all four funny. of them. But yeah, I don't so think that you was kind of put out multiple. Huh? Yeah, I've never put it out multiple. Yeah, that's well, that's yeah. I think I, it's more common than you think, though. I bet you. Like, I I do. Like I, do I do. get full player two. Yeah, I bet you they do. I, I I do it occasionally, but that's only if nobody's behind me. And that, that's yeah, just Reed, Reed does it all the time with us. Like, I know. I, I always especially if they're good. If they're yeah. both birdieable, Reed will play both. Yeah, I, yeah, I try I'm to with, get both birdies because then, then I feel more comfortable. Like then I'm happier because then I'm like, yeah. oh, I, I birdie both of them. But all I, right. So then you guys could. This is my am I an asshole moment? Like little fucking segment here. What happens later? So on hole five. You got to backstop a trees for the behind the pin for what's laying there. And it's kind of like a very tight, like putting green, like, cause it's wooded. Anyway, see a Berg K three Berg on the backside of the backstop. 
plain as day, like not like something that went in and lost. It was obviously somebody putted there and like left it there, right? Mm-hmm. I'm on the course, has a name, disc has a name, has a number. Now, on this course, for the people that don't know it, on this course, the route convenes at one hole. Like if this has a white and a gold, but like everybody convenes at one spot. So what I did is I chose to put the disc at that hole where it convenes. So I, you walk a bit, put to a bridge to the next hole, and then you to the left you have twelve versus seven. No, yeah, seven. And so I left the disc on the ground by the tee. Am I the asshole for doing that and not calling, and possibly somebody else getting the disc, or was I like the good? Like I don't know. I wouldn't move. I wouldn't have moved it. I wouldn't have moved the disc. Just keep the disc where. Oh, it was. you just left it there. If I'm yeah, not gonna just, fucking turn it in, just keep yeah, it there. If yeah, if you're not gonna turn it in, don't move it. Because the per the how pissed off is that dude gonna be if he goes back to where he realizes his last throw was and last time he saw it is right there, and he it. goes back there and it's gone, and then he goes, "Oh fuck, it's yeah. gone. Somebody took it," and then. But it's over you. wherever you put it. Yeah, I wouldn't have touched it. I, I, you're an asshole for moving it. But if the, those guys would have been in front of me if they were the ones right next to me. Yeah, I don't think I'd go as far as saying you're an asshole for doing it. However, I'm on the same boat as Red. I don't touch the disc because if you think you're the last person, the dude's going to remember he forgot a disc by the end of the round or at some True. point and it'll probably turn around. And if there's no one going behind you, no one had the possibility of picking it up. Because yeah. I've definitely been the person that has had to, at the end of the round, be like, oh, man. Got that disc at hole five. Let me go run there real fast. You're right. And I but have like I told you, two dudes ahead of me, right a hole ahead of me. Yeah. I thought I was going to cross paths with them. That's why mm-hmm. I took it. Well, then you should have carried it and just fucking carried it. Tried to see him. And yeah. Then, yeah. And like, it was you. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then or or not, they yeah. or they go see. Because usually people that lose it go to the people. I love how none of your guys' option is, yeah, you take it home and call the dude or go to the hot car and call the dude. Like, those are none of <laughs> This is the group that we're in. None of us are like, hey, I want to call this dude. Yada, yada. I like, I, how he specified, him, I like how he specified the disc, too. Casey so, Berg, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's, like, he's like, hey, man, this is this is. This is not no fucking DX bullshit fucking shark. This is not no. This is a K. This is to be to be fair. Like a a K three Berg is probably like a fucking fourteen dollar disc. It's the DX. It's their DX. Yeah, but it's still fucking. I get it. Yeah, it's still a cast class Berg. Yeah, I it's hear still kind of like it's it's still a niche market that is not. I get you. A disc golfer is throwing a Berg. Uh, fucking Rando is not throwing a Berg. Okay. That's a fair assessment. Like, I got gotcha. you. Oh, yeah, because you so can't Alex, to find a group. Hopefully you got the find disc. Hopefully you're story. watching. If not, somebody had it. You took it. Do you remember his name? I do remember it's Alex. That's yeah, fucking that's Alex, man. Sorry, man. But I see your guys. I also... I yeah, I also had a round. Is that done? Your story time's over. My story time's over now. Okay, I also had a round. I played with Swiss. I forgot when this was. It was like a lot. It was a couple, whatever, a couple days ago. I put, I shot pretty lights out at uh at Fairfield. Not gonna lie, fourteen down. I was five down through four at one point. So I was it's pretty ideal round. Few mistakes here and there. I hit basket on gold nine. So the second time the hole we throw two on on the gold one, I hit basket. But yeah, it was pretty cool. I was punting pretty good. And that's the thing. I, I, this is another one of those JK, I figured shit out moment. I think I figured out something with my putt. I think. I don't know, though. I don't know. But I've been like, there's, there's been a combination For the 12th of things time, I, guys, he has figured out his putt. It's <laughs> nasty, no, though. I, it's nasty. I don't know. I think it's just because it's so late in the season. Because my putt, my putt was really good. Like, like my putt's been getting to, like, it's either going in, like I'm not missing the basket in, like the pin anymore. It's either going in or I'm hitting basket or fucking band. Mm-hmm. I was hit, I was in a band a few. I hit a band a few, the few times today, but it was like, at, like every. I think it's just so late in the season that everything's starting to click and everything's doing really well. Gotcha. Nice. No, yeah, it was one of those rounds where you like you don't mention it. Also, like you know, when you're playing with somebody like really on fire, you don't talk about it. 
Yeah. Jay's like, missed- hey, do you know you knew I threw this? I was like, yeah, I know. Because <laughs> yeah. I missed yeah. five. That was my first birdie miss, and I was like, yeah. bro, like, you know why I'm mad? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. So I, I uh, bogey that whole too. Like, <laughs> did I did <laughs> like uh, <laughs> that was pretty. Bad. That's how I, I I shot pretty lights out. I had some like on on whole fucking. Oh, what is it? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. The one, uh, the little fucking hill hole that you go over. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, right next to the water. I had a fucking really nice skip right next to the, like, wasn't next to the basket, but was an easy fucking putt to fucking get a birdie on that one. I had a couple birdies that I should have made, but I, I, I shot a really nice round today at, at Fairfield at, well, at the well. Gotcha, gotcha. Before we jump into USDT and throw pink, because I think those are to be two topics, I do have a few things to just touch on uh, earlier on the podcast, so you guys can all stay up with all Disc Golf World stuff. Uh, Reed, you recorded a video, right? That yeah. You have a cool video. Reed, you got a video coming out this Sunday. I have Gannon Burr round one of World Championships, his whole entire round coming out. I'll have it one with commentary, one without commentary. So stay on the lookout for that. Nice. Um, but yeah, just stay on the lookout for a lot of cool new content yeah. coming at you guys. As well as shout out to VC Ultimate for the cool hat repping on the podcast today. They sent me one of these to wear on the podcast, so appreciate it. We are doing our podcast on Monday too, so that'll be released earlier in the week. Yes, they'll be released on Mondays. Um, Also, another thing that happened that we didn't talk about: uh, Nicole Castro got his suspension reduced. Oh yeah, he did, which which is pretty awesome. Six months, and he was at USDGC, so they must have like they must have like an Amish look too. Yeah, they must have low, like lowered the sent the sentence and stuff, but like it's still like it was really weird because they were still promoting him like he was gonna be like playing at. Some, well, he's playing like, it. He's playing Big Skin's money this week. Is he nice? Yeah, so not a sanction event. Yeah, so they must have really lowered like they must have lowered everything. But that's good. At least they they came to their senses and they're like, hey. Well, well I think it was smart because he's also former USDGC champion. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, yeah, which, it helped. That, which yeah, gets overlooked. Helped. I like, I don't ever hear anyone mention, even Nico, that he's a one time USDGC winner. Never hear anyone talk about it. Yeah, you think you'd like remember hearing that in like a pre walk up or something like that. But yeah, you're mm-hmm. kind of right. Like, maybe they do announce it when he's like, per, like, is up. But man, I've been to multiple events and live watching Nico, I feel like I never hear them say one time USDGC champion or USD former USD champion, Nico Castro. No. Maybe I'm just not listening enough. Cause I, that's probably, I'm not going like, to remember that now, but that's just something that I was, when I had actually had to like look back and see if it was true. And I didn't, and Quinn got me and it, he, he was a US former USDGC champion. Got well, it. I think with, with that, can we move on to, Full in depth with USDGC. Man, let's get into USDGC. I love. Before that. we jump into actual USDGC, oh. though, let's talk about the USDGC distance competition first. Oh, okay. Because you guys sure. did see that they also had the that going on. I don't know what is this right after, right? Uh, it was actually before, and then they do like the special throw over the water thing at the end. Uh, yeah, like didn't they already certain... have this? I thought this was already was... done. This is what I was gonna ask: Is what is like the official like? Because I don't know. I think what I think is they have a world distance competition, and this is the U.S. distance competition. But there is no difference. You're still just trying to throw a disc far. I don't know what like I, why I, there needs to be two. Question. Answer. I know Ella Hansen won both, right? I thought. That, yeah. Did she? Yes, she won both. I believe so. did, did, yeah, I, well, I know she won worlds, and I thought that I saw she won, and I thought it was weird that it was throwing that back up. But that's so stupid. I don't understand it. I why is it just so like U.S. has one more gimmick, and shouldn't the U.S. WGGC happen at the female U.S. WDGC or whatever? Shouldn't it not you happen assume. at the males? Like when shouldn't it happen? Fucking. In, in Wisconsin, which is total bullshit. That's why the, that's why this whole system is so fucking stupid. Like the throw, like wait, unless it was like the throw pink championship. Was the throw pink distance championship? Was that what the twenty twenty two U.S. distance championship? For, oh. See, see, that's stupid. And they, they oh. should have had, they should have had it when the females, you, U.S. women's whatever. I, I just don't get why they split them up. But. Neither do I. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I'd rather them. 
just kind of i personally i feel like what should either happen is you do it at worlds and you make it a big event or you do it at the all-star weekend and you make it a big event yeah. but either way you make it so much bigger than what it is i think usdgc does do it kind of right because if you the, everyone that d- tries to be in the distance everyone that competes in that I, I don't know what the distance they have to throw but you have to throw a certain distance to then at the end of the event get opportunity to throw over the water and then whoever throws after that you get like a the, the farthest throw gets a prize this year. Like I know the MPO was like the generator, and I don't I forgot what the MPO was. Oh, that's why there was a generator in the front. Man. Question: Who got that AB? Yeah. So I, who I, I believe who so won the males? <laughs> you don't know who won? Why the fuck are we talking? Yeah, no, about no, I do. Time? No, no, I, I know AB. David Wiggins Jr. won the distance competition at 698 feet, and Ella Hansen won at 552 feet. I don't know who won the after throw thing. Okay. Gotcha. So wait. I know AB cleared the water. So so Garrett yes. Gerthy, did Garrett Gerthy not compete in this one? He did. And he didn't win? Nope. 632 Wiggins feet. Far, bro. Wiggins throws so wicked Wiggins fall. Not complete- wicked did- fall. Did Wiggins not complete in Worlds? I, I don't, don't know, recall actually. him being there, actually. That's yeah. just, it's just like, I don't understand. Whatever. Who gives a shit? I got. I guess way to go, U.S. Win, U.S. Dude. I I'm just happy pretty, that Ella Hansen won both. That's pretty fucking. Like that's pretty. Well, fucking... that's the thing too is uh she now, she doesn't have the all time distance. I forgot. She I think she was short by. I think she's like shooting for six hundred within. Yeah, she's shooting for six. I think the record's like four fifty eight. I want to say. I don't, or for five sixty eight, but she's right there, and she like put out a, a, um something saying like should she go out and like actually try to win, like try to beat it. So I feel like she can if she like puts a lot of effort in. That's like, hold cool on, does that does that just dis- that distance can be in anything, right? You just have to yeah. have people around. It doesn't have to be with. Doesn't have to be all right. Then yeah, fuck yeah, she should just go out and fucking do it. Go out on a fucking Tuesday afternoon and just fucking beat it. <laughs> I think my question is. If she's had the ability to do this, why has she not done it already? You know, and like I'm like because I feel like yeah. if I could almost break it, the thing I would try to do it as soon as I possibly could. Maybe that's just me. Uh, maybe she didn't like think she had that. Like she didn't realize how obtainable it was. Maybe because yeah. I, I think and maybe like you also have like the whole like you know how some like baseball hitters don't enter the home run derby because it ruins their swing. Mm. Like maybe there's something. This is one throw. Hey, man, I'm just throwing stuff out there. Like you don't have to go kind of command so aggressive. Right. Like, hey, <laughs> I, I, you wanna know what? Like, it's a good point. Like, uh, like I, I. Hey, I think it's smart for Ella, man. If you can knock out like a niche like that, whatever that niche is, where you are gonna be that person in our community, do it. Go for it. Get it? She'll get it. Like, yeah, she's gonna get it no matter. She what. breaks the record. She never has to. She never has to win another fucking one of those. I am also like, man, one of those things ever again. Like, if you're good, yeah. David Gig- David Wiggins is still on the boss. Like, so yeah, her name will be on every disc for as long yeah. as possible. Exactly, and like, you also, man. But if you're gonna break it, man, you break it. Break it. Break yeah, it. you break that. Can you break I- it with a roller? Yes. Did she get a roller that far? Her roller gets well, insane. Hold on, I, I I thought you meant like it like like does it count? Like I don't know if yeah. she can. You know you know I went to high school with David Wiggins. Just a fact. Yeah, I'm just big <laughs> cool. facts, guys. All right, but I think that's enough about the distance uh, world. That's I, I thought you were gonna go so that. like stepbrothers there and just be like yeah me and no. David Wiggins that's what I thought you were going with no, sorry alright I didn't go to high school let's get anyways games. now and now drum roll please now we can get into USDG wait shouldn't we start out with the throw pink we can do that sure <laughs> let's delay USDG talk as much as we can <laughs> well no cause cause the throw pink didn't really matter it was just another tournament it's not like it's well, the, the US US GGC, whatever. Um, I was totally wrong. I thought complete Katrina Allen was going to be a bust, and I thought she – like, if she would have lost and not have won, it would have been a bust because she got mm-hmm. – that those first two days, she shot 16 under, and she fucking shot even the rest of the fucking two days. Like, she just took – like, 
she did what I what I said Tatara has been doing. She just fucking accumulated enough points and then shit the bed and fucking played even par to win and walk away and not even be close to being like, oh, I'm afraid of the people behind me. Because everybody, like anybody that came up to her was hitting a fucking wall and hitting a fucking like quadruple bogey. Own, Own did it. Fucking... Uh, Tatar fucking had a meltdown on the last three holes of the first day. Like, everybody oh, was hitting one fucking run of fucking bad luck. And Tatar and fucking Katrina Allen took fucking a minus 10 on the second day, minus six on the first day, and then plus one the next day. And I think she shot minus one, if I wasn't mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so shot even the next two days and fucking. So, it's a man. It's a funky little course. It's a difficult little course for men and women. There's plenty of OB. I love. I love Winthrop Gold, man. I love yeah, it so much. Man, there's like those hazards on. I can't think of the hole now. I want to say nine, but I can't think of it. But those hazards and landing in a hazard is huge. Like you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like that. It's it. It plays for a tough round. And man. <laughs> There was there was separation in both, like even like not just between the winner, but like before from that top top stage to the next level to the next mm-hmm. level. You know what I mean? There was large chunks along that line, but yeah. So you yeah, had, you had Katrina Allen, very solid performance, absolutely. Yeah, this and was her first one of her career, career, correct? Huh? This was first it, one. I guess it doesn't really matter because if you have multiple throw pinks, does it matter? No. I think yeah, it kind of does. Personally, I think because man, there's just something about Winthrop Gold and like still competing at that course that I think makes it prestigious. I understand it's not a major. You're an asshole because I said all this shit to you and you're completely like, like no, you're yeah. fucking wrong. That's yeah. so bullshit. And now but you're fucking just no, what now I he's kind of saying it still sucks. No, I agree. My personal opinion is it should. It should care, but like overall, what pros and what pay, like other people think, I don't think they agree with my opinion. You don't. Th- you don't <sighs> think pros care about the course? I think p- pros care more about the course that they're playing than the than the fucking title on the than the fucking title of the trophy. I think. Really? I think that's what. Be- like, besides worlds, the world's title, but like. There's courses that I would say there's only like two courses that do that, and that might be this one for the women. Yeah, and the other one might be like Dayla. Yeah, I think that's faded significantly. Yeah, Dayla's starting to lose its significance a lot. Yeah, but you don't think Maple Hill has the prestige. Mm. Yes, that one. No, but like that's a major. Like it's, and I don't see that going away. No, well, MVP's I'm not saying, a major. No, but some years it is. But like, yeah, not last year. No, but see, major, it, no? like, I think. No. I, oh, I see. You think it's because of the prestige of the fucking course. You think it's a major. So I, I. Think that one's up there, yeah. But I, I don't think, I don't think people are putting Maple Hill above. All right, MV, I don't think Cat's putting her win at MVP because she's won it there above throw pink. I think there's no difference. Those are equal value. Yes, they're equal values. Unless okay. it's like in a major but aren't or those, world. Like, now, both those courses are still prestigious courses. That's Maple Hill and this course are both. Okay, then I'll, I will still take it. Like even her Texas win or, you know what I mean? They're, I think for them, it's major, elite, wor- world's major, elite. Or no, yeah. Yeah. That's what I think their their hierarchy is, and if they fall in the same group, they're both a major. They're both an elite. They're both this. Yeah. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. Like, there's hometown. Like Simon wanted MVP because he's hometown, but like not. There's like that attachment, but not your way. In my opinion, but go ahead. We got to name the, the most. Three, the most surprising thing I think too was that round one from Tatar, where it seemed like she was cruising the entire way and the meltdown yeah. of the last three holes. And I think that's the significance of what Winthrop brings, especially when you're going on like something like 17, where we saw multiple triple bogeys, quadruple bogeys. There's multiple holes on this course that provide that. Man, yeah. all right, let's go through a little bit of a win. I love Winthrop Gold. I think that Winthrop Gold gets shit on a lot for its gimmicks or whatever, but it does exactly what people want disc golf to become of 
holes being able to not only be birdieable, but also have the ability to get a double bogey on it. Think of how many times people are birding holes, but other people are getting quadruple bogeys. And I think that the cool thing about Winthrop Gold is the changes every single year. I like how some holes are tweaked and some are taken out, and some are like hole three and four combined. Or two, yeah, three and four are combined, make one new hole this year. However, there's still the iconic holes at Winthrop Gold that are going to be there every single year. Hole five, always going to be that long over the water shot. Hole 17, you're always going to get that hoop. That could be a make or break. Hole 18, always going to be iconic. The um, I'd say hole one is just up there too. Like that, yeah, that that's true. The one with the gate, the whatever you call it, the bamboo. Even, yep. Yeah, I think everything else that comes along with it. I think the changes always get you talking, even if you hate it, if you don't like it. We saw the Christmas trees with the spider webs. People talking about that. It's like Withrow brings a lot of attention. And I think it does what disc golfers want. I understand why it sucks, especially when you have so much fake artificial OB, but I think that's the next transition. I love what when they go to Europe and you see the hay bales or a whole 17, we have the hay bales. That's like, yes, it's artificial OB, but it looks aesthetically pleasing. And I think that's the direction where disc golf should go. You want to know what they did well is that they cut the grass to different lengths. And that's, that's what yeah. they did exceptionally well. Like yeah, if, my, I've said the same complaints about Ledgestone. Where if they did that, I would have a lot less worry about the fucking lines. Because now it's, you know what I mean? Now you see it. It's visible. That's all That's yeah. all they need. They need to make sure it's exactly. visible. They need yeah. to make sure it's visible for the people that are and watching. That was them. awesome, man. Like, seeing those like, hazards? That was like, all right, cool. That's a hazard. I get it. Now now in your head, you're like, all right, they're not supposed like, to land there. We, we determined, Jefferson, this is disc golf we like. This isn't disc golf people everybody likes. We like yeah, the gimmicky. We we like the we like the stupid fucking th- throw through this fucking doorway. That we like that fucking shit. That yeah. even that whole seventeen. You said people get cut drooping bogeys on it. Page two aces it. Fucking yeah, exactly. I know. Can we like talk I about say, that? What what line is that? Who throws that line on hole seventeen? Why do you go straight at it? Yeah, that's like the yeah. worst line I feel. Yeah, that's going deep she, in she the water that. all day. Right? Yeah, but but. <laughs> I, and then I, I do want to like question, like, cause they're like, I would not doubt if she said I was trying to ace that. I'd be like, all right, well, that makes sense. Like, yeah, you, yeah. You did. Or <laughs> like, she was either hoping ace or get rid of that ugly fucking frisbee that that, that <laughs> she was hoping for. <laughs> the family photo on it. It, it wasn't. It, if it was the family, like if it was her, her husband and her kid, then yes, I wouldn't say it's a nice. But it's her husband, husband and another couple. It's not a family photo. Mm, I don't like. Okay. Unless that's their like sister or something, yeah. Um, but that's just still that's still a fucking cool. Yeah, my only thing is like maybe the like she thought it was gonna stable out more and fade to the right, and then like the wind just held it up or something. That's the only no she that that was full send like that was full like she was she was one hundred percent trying to ace that. If you like watch the video and watch her reaction, that was her her fucking reaction was dope. I love that. Yeah, her her only thing was fucking acing this hole. That's a cool one. Fucking, like the best part is after she fucking does it, she hugs herself. Yeah. Like it's like the yeah, weirdest fucking reaction. Like, like cause she hug she hugged the uh, two people that came up. She like hugs herself and then it, it, it was a great reaction. Fucking great, great people to fucking hit it with. Like Owen was fucking was the first one mm-hmm. that fucking came up to her and hugged it. Like she Owen was, he was on her card too. I don't know who else. Hey, the king. Yeah. Yeah, and that yeah, that was cool to see, and I think that is cool to see someone that won the qualifier on Monday to get even. It's like she wasn't supposed to be in the tournament necessarily, and she won her. And I think at that moment, that's dope. Another reason she, she's great, is but but even she like yeah, she was having a terrible fucking round. She was up in contention for a little bit, but she had like a fucking she shot like a seven on a par three. It was she just had a fucking bad time, and then she aces and. That's all that matters. All right, all right in the world, yeah. But man, what? How how far behind was Cat's uh, win? Going back. How many strokes he ahead was Cat? Three. Yeah. To Tatar. Who Tatar had a bogey on her first day. Back. She finished with a bogey, double, and a triple. She she didn't she finish plus two on the first day. Yeah, yeah. she was like going in at like. She was tired with Paige Shoe on the first day. Yeah. yeah. So. Fun that. <laughs> As much as Cat won, man, yeah, Tatar's still there. So, yeah, Tatar's I, always there. Again, like, she's yeah, like the yeah. fucking Terminator, man. She's just fucking just, man. And then you, Hannah had a pretty solid. Granted, everyone's going to hold on to her three putting performance one day, but her other days, apart from that, was pretty solid. I can give you a little breakdown of the top 10 of the throw pink. Sure. 
We have obviously we have the top five at Katrina Allen, Kristen Tatar, Hannah Bloomrose, Missy Gannon, Haley King, and then Sarah Hokum, Natalie Ryan, Owen Scoggins, Holland Hanley, and Evelina Solomon. Nice. It seems like pretty much everyone on that list too is like either the top level FPO or that second level of FPO. Yeah. Which really shows what Winthrop Gold kind of like does and what four round tournaments does. You kind of see the top players going higher. Yep. Cream rises to the top on that other day. And the one thing that we see though is like Paige Pierce isn't in the top 10. Ella Hansen's not in the top 10. So just some other cap merch. Um, Just yeah. some other notable names. So, yeah, that, but yeah, I, throw pink. Not that big of a turn, tournament. That was an air quotes no. for the audio listeners. <laughs> but moving on to USDGC. Incredible. Big I like that. Gannon Burr. And I think that it really, I don't know if people are highlighting this, but it really needs to be highlighted too of how big and monumental this win is for Gannon Burr. Not only after the first event of the year, losing in a playoff to Drew Gibson, I feel like that heartbreak to end it on the what, like the last major of the year on a win. And his role model growing up since he was, I don't know how young, but very young, Will Sustrick, known for being Mr. USDGC, and Gannon Burr takes the win becoming the youngest player to ever won USDGC since Will Sustrick, kind of falling in that legacy. And I think that it's very safe to say that Gannon Burr is going to be a way better disc golfer than Will Sustrick. And this is kind Dude, of this is laying like, that foundation. This is like Disney written movie type fucking storyline in all actuality. Like all It really it. is. Like, like, yeah, like the way – just even like – granted, you're going into his hero and all that, and absolutely that's all true. But like even like that first time – that first tournament where like – he loses in basically a playoff, right? Yeah, it was a playoff. Loses it on a playoff. Playoff. And he was, yeah, he was broken up. You remember just how broken up he was? Because, like, it was just – it was in his reach. And then to come to win probably this tournament, apart from – man, I would say, like, in his head, he said this was the first tournament he ever watched. And, like, you know what I mean? This was a big win for him. And at the age of 17 – like, and he took down the fucking angry chairman guy. Yeah, I understand how it's a Disney movie. You guys are I, I guess at Disney they would have made him German. You're probably right. Or maybe Iceland. Like something then. But yeah, he's, he's takes not, down the clarify. I just want to make sure he's not German. So. I don't know. I I guess I think I think the bigger story would have been the other guy winning it and not Gannon Burtake, like you are nuts. <laughs> no, I understand. Like I understand why, because oh, but I think it would have been a better disc golf story if the other guy won, not Gannon Because then it was because he he led from the like he led from the start. It was and he's not that old as well, so it's still <laughs> like you have that you have that fucking young guy young gun fucking aspect. He's 20, but you have that. Yeah. But you still like you have this young gun mm-hmm. aspect, and he's he led from the start, and they, so it just like like it kind of looks like he Gannon just shot the bat around, and that's how it ended up. How many days did I thought he only led the the final day, right? He was on lead card every single. But he was day. on the lead card. Yeah, he was yeah. the only one on the lead card. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I get what you're saying. I see what you're saying. He was, yeah. Nah, I think I think the Gannon Burr is the story. Seventeen year old. I, I do agree. I do. Agree. Also, I picked Gannon Burr to win, so like I'm, I'm rooting yeah. for that one. So did I. Yeah, I know. Well, we're also mine was in first. Jesus can fucking attest. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Burr. All all I saw was chalk picks, and I'm the only one that Gannon Burr was not chalk. Seventeen, man, guys, this dude should be at homecoming dance and shit, worrying about that. At seventeen, what were you guys doing? JK had his channel. I was fucking probably fucking trying to party on the weekend. <laughs> like, I wasn't fucking becoming a USDGC champ. Like, because nobody wanted it. He would have been at homecoming, but no, everybody said no. I don't know about that one. But man, but I feel like that was the only like really story of USDGC. When you really kind of break it down, like that was. I mean, granted, it was a it was a great story of the battle of the USGGC, and we really kind of focused on the the top, kind of throughout. But I, there's not like though another story is Ricky Wysocki, kind of his la- worst finish of his career. There, only seventh though. Man, but uh, so I will also say that Gannon win and like against that 
card too is quite the story also yeah yeah you had heimberg and Macbeth on that card also you, you have you've heimberg kind of doing what we've kind of stated he does he fa- falls off in that final round he had one battle yeah he had a blow up but, like he he, he had one battle We've kind of seen like we've kind of seen that with Calvin. We've stated it with Calvin. Hamburg. We haven't seen a seven out of Calvin. I don't think on the year, but but we've, put we've up. seen him. <laughs> we've seen him not show up to the final round. I and get it. Another, You're right, but I, I would say that <sighs> this was the one that was a little different than normal because it was one hole. Yeah, he came back. Had he had he not had he had two or three that he would have been in a playoff. He parted the first five holes. Yeah, on the final round, I don't. I get, I'm not saying he start didn't start off strong, but look at it. What was his finish? Minus seven. After, yeah, like and he parred five and he put a seven up. Yeah, and he still was could have been great, but it, it yeah. just. It I get wasn't. it. I'm just. I'm not gonna argue that. I yeah. I I just don't think he he. he this he is not the same as what we're saying. He doesn't. That's yeah, but I'm he saying. still doesn't step on the throat. That's the. Thing. I was. I was in full. I'm full agreement with like he has a. Spe- I've, I said when Reed picked it, I said he's not good on his fourth day. I think he's shown that. He's shown that at multiple worlds, he's not that great on his actual fourth day, and that's what I've said. So I've said it. I just this one's different than the other ones. Is what I'm saying. I don't then, think I would say the same narrative. Okay. I think the true story of USDGC is Paul Macbeth throwing the Calvin Heinberg disc. With, <laughs> yeah. Calvin Heinberg's fucking picture on it. Paul Macbeth throwing that disc. I think that's the true story. I think it was good. It's good moment for the team. Good moment for the morale. Maybe it means uh, Calvin's gonna go to gonna sign with Discraft. Maybe that happens. No. There's I know. no. I'll be so I, disappointed. Calvin Heinberg's in Nova. Where's Gannon signed? You don't think every major uh, company doesn't want Gannon right now? You, if you're a prodigy, you cannot give up Gannon. You can't. He's the future. Yeah, about the truth. <laughs> yeah but all, yeah, all they, the money. They messed up. All the money's <laughs> going to fucking KJ. Yeah, I know, man. KJ's doing reverbs and becoming a DJ. Like, like they got to fund that. I, that light show is expensive. More, <laughs> the more years we go on, the less faith I have. And Kevin Jones on flipping that switch and becoming a dominating force. Kevin Jones is not a good disc golfer. I'm not gonna go that far. Like he's, he's like good. obviously he's not good a great at disc golf. Is, yeah, yeah. I think he he's just not gonna be a little bit better. Okay. Yeah. He's not a great disc golf. He's a. Good he's not player. an elite disc golfer. Okay. Fair. Yes. Okay. Yeah, cool. we're agreeing. Yeah. Him. <laughs> he he's a little better than Brody Smith. No, I'm gonna say he's he's. He's better he's just, than Bruce. He's he's yeah. I'm not gonna throw a little. They're not in the same tier. Yeah, but but, but they're KJ, like one away. K, KJ's a tier above Brody Smith. Sure. Yeah. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But and KJ's whatever. KJ's trash. Okay. <laughs> Break down the top ten of the US DGC. We have Gannon Burr, Nicholas Antilla, Calvin Heinberg, Paul McBeth, and Matteo in fifth. Isaac Robinson in sixth, tied for seventh, Ricky Wysocki and Joel Freeman in ninth place, Kyle Klein, and rounding it off to uh, what the stat was. Uh, let me pull it up real fast. We had Nate Sexton in tenth place, which puts him six straight top tens in majors at kind of like I would say more of the tail end of Nate Sexton's career. Pretty good. Matty O has been up there on some majors. Like yeah, but I saw I saw something because someone tweeted Manny O is good at majors, and then someone said this year yes, but in, overall he's top five to top ten, like only eighteen percent of. He throws USDGC. That's why I had him in my top five. Boom. So boom. Um, but I think that's enough for USDGC. We can go into some infamous dream doubles. Sure. We're back with another Dream Doubles where we take some sort of category ranging from Lord of the Rings to famous women, even holiday characters. We choose our best, our worst, and our beat, but we mix them up and do worst first and then do the other ones. Uh, this week, we're going past Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. We're going to skip Sesame Street, uh, hop on the dinosaur train, take us to Molly of Denali, and do some... PPS kids. Characters. Yeah. 
sure. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I just felt there was a little gap there. Anyways, no, so right. nice. All so right, I'm going to start. Yeah, so good. it's going to go. Quinn, J, me. We're doing it this way. Everybody, Quinn's going first for all of them. I'm going last for all of them. Jay, you're right in the middle. I think I think Reed. I think Jesus feels he's pretty confident on this one to finish off on all three. Um, all right, so I'll go with everything I've learned about people. I've learned from Thomas the Tank Engine. Take J.K. here. He's a Gordon. He's the strongest, the most important, but he doesn't always listen to others. Some are redwoods, wise, kind. Some are Henrys, hardworking. Some are diesels. Fuck me, those are trouble. My worst is diesel. Let's let's start with the fucking basic. He's a 13-foot-tall, 8.5-feet-wide, 29-feet-long, 49-ton locomotive with no goddamn arms. <laughs> so, safe to say, physically, the worst by far. I know there are other characters that fit the same description, but none of them are out there are the right fucking cunts like Diesel is. He's oily, scheming, elitist, who is always willing to stir shit up and to cause trouble for all the others. He always throwing his fucking weight around, bumping into others' engines. Diesel was such a dick on this series, he was sent away <laughs> for causing trouble. And then later, they just fucking killed him off because he was that hated. He was the first to die on Thomas and not some fucking poetic redeeming way. Nope. They blew that fucker up with dynamite. That's how they fucking took him down. In the game of life, don't be a fucking Diesel. Wait, is Diesel the one where like he just stopped working? So they like boarded him up in the fucking like they just, they just fucking built a room around him and just left him to die. <laughs> All right. All right. Bam. Who you got, JK? All right. My worst. I got to go with a good for nothing child, Caillou. Throughout the entire show, have you ever seen Caillou do absolutely anything? No. He just whines and cries about literally everything. I don't want to spend my entire disc golf round holding his hand, baby him throughout the entire course with a 120 gram DX leopard that still doesn't flip. I couldn't handle it after about the third throw of the day. I'd be ready to switch partners for his sister because then at least we would have a shot at second place or second to last place. I know he'd probably be throwing the Franklin disc starter set to missing 10 footers and asking to go play in the park the entire time. Nah, fuck that. Caillou is the worst disc golf partner by far. Chasing butterflies like a motherfucker, too. All right. I know what everybody wants me to go. Everybody's like, Teletubbies. It's easy. It's right there. But Teletubbies would bomb, and there'd be a many a son of Discord, of course, especially Tinky, Winky, and Poe. They would dominate. So I can't go Teletubbies. I'm going with the acid-dropping, flatulent fucking cousins, the Bilbo's. So... Fucking, I don't know if you anybody's ever seen the show. Their their theme song sounds like the fucking creepy, like the creepy Christmas song from uh, the Home Alone. That dude, fucking creepy as fuck. And all they are is fucking colors and fucking flight. And all they do is fart. And they fart smell like fucking maple syrup and car exhaust. They have little arms, fat little bodies. They're not gonna be able to fucking throw a fucking frisbee. They're not gonna fucking be able to communicate because all they do is speak in beeps and blorps and blops um uncoordinated they'd be fucking falling over themselves chasing after butterflies chasing after fucking flowers because they're fucking high on acid and fucking listening to fucking crazy trippy music terrible fucking people terrible fucking fledgling fucking guys not good disc golfers flea blops and here i just want to give you their names they all would be terrible. Humba, Zubba, Chubba, Chingba, but the worst, Zing, Zing, Zingba. I mean, come on, guys. The Beebopes. The Beebopes. Moving on to beat. With great power comes great responsibility, and PBS really screwed the fucking pooch with this airing of Barney. And I want to beat Barney to right the wrongs he has brought. Barney is a sorry excuse for a fucking kid's character. He has no personality, no depth, no problem solving. Just dumb, magical, overly sugared, dopamine fucking songs packaged behind a purple-green dinosaur with a fucking emotionless smile. 
First, I want to beat him for forcing children to saying that the words you love me in some windowless Van Pedo style in a creepy way, like our one saw and no one saw that as an issue. Like, it's just kind of fucking weird. I'm all for love, but not that type of love. Second, to continually interject happiness and you are special messages in every episode. They never showed realities of conflict resolution, problem solving, just a fucking, Hey, here's your cake and eat cake and eat it fucking to happiness. It brings, it brings helping create the divide amongst fucking boomers and millennials from then since on third reason is Barney is the fucking antichrist spawning whose worst children host characters from his creation. Oh, and don't believe me. Barney's evil incarnate. I dare you to begin the first three words, his outro, and for sure finish that bitch. That an overly happy, dumb bitch needs to be beaten, Barney. Damn. Damn. Barney right. is a dinosaur from our imagination. I'm glad that you know that. That's wild. Is Barney still on? Reed loved fucking no. Barney, and I was like um, old right. enough to hate him, and that's where it comes from. It's like deep seated. There you go. I fucking listen to that song all damn time. Terrible. All right. My beat. I wait. Okay. I got one person that I want to absolutely destroy. No mercy. And his name is Sid the Science Kid. Man, do I have a grudge for a non reasonable reason? But I don't care. I had to listen to this theme song and his shitty rapping skills way too many days that sometimes deep at night, I can still hear it ringing in my ears and I can never get that back. So fuck Sid. I'm taking out any, co- I'm taking him out to any course. And I'm annihilating him. I'm talking, we won't get past the back nine. I'd be kicking his ass so bad. The problem too, is he might still be cheering and happy, but I don't want that. I don't want any song break or some stupid science experiment. No, I just want tears. And the citizen science kid, you're going down, so get ready. Can I can I hear the theme song? I don't know the theme song. You just said you're fucking in place in your head. <laughs> no, I know the theme song. You think I'm playing like I'm gonna sing the theme song? No. Yeah. Come on. No. It's better just deny. Science. That's what I've learned in my life. Just say I can't do it and no one wants. Alright. <sighs> my my beats some some deep-seated hatred. I'm gonna beat. Miss Sherry Lewis from Lamb Chops Play Along. Each one of her discs would have her own personality and its own fucking voice. She'd be talking to his DX plastic fucking wraith and being like, what should you do? And making fun of me and talking shit. And that, man, that sounds kind of fun. Take it to the third hole and fucking her, her fucking uh, putter's telling her to throw a fucking roller. It just get fucking annoying fast. Also, she is a toxic. Uh, she is schizophrenic, if you didn't know. And the three characters, uh, Hush Puppy and uh, Charlie Horse, was three of her personalities. And they're the three most toxic personalities that you can get. The princess that wants everything done for her and gets everything that's handed to her. The uh, fucking alpha male Chad fucking, I, I work out and that's the only thing I have for me. And then the submissive beta with the hush puppy quiets the dude and just gets walked all over by everybody. And these were all going in Sherry Lewis's head. And that just doesn't seem like a fucking person that I want to hang out with. Also, she was actually a terrible person to like the people that worked for her and the people that worked on the show. She was just a complete bitch and just a complete terrible human being. And that's another reason I want to beat her. But my, my, my true reason, guys... His um, I had a friend Mark, and he started singing the outro of her sh- song, not knowing what it was, and now he's gonna sing it forever, just because. It really hurts. Sherry Lewis. I don't know if Jefferson knows the song. I don't. But it's a song that never yeah. ends. It just goes on and on, my friend. You start singing it, not knowing what it was. And then you'll keep on singing it forever just because. And then it just keeps going on. You're kind of fucking wrong for going after Sherry, but I get I, it. Hey. I get it. Oh, you think I'm wrong for Sherry going after Sherry? Let's go to Quinn's best. <laughs> I think he's going to go hard on him. 
<laughs> my best? Yeah. Guys, there's no one better than this guy. I've already won this proverbial game because I'm going to go with Bill, 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 not the science guy. Bill, 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 not the science guy. I know some of you are thinking this is a crazy fucking selection. Who wants to listen to some guy split, spitting about climate change during a round? Well, guys, let me be real. Without a planet, there's no disc golf. So if you haven't already started, recycle, reduce, and reuse already. What the fuck? That being said, let's list some more reasons. One, he's human. So in this category, he already fucking beats about 95 fucking percent of all the other characters that are on PBS family. Children shows for that split. Sorry. Two disc golf needs more bow ties. Let's be real. It just does. Needs a little bit more bow ties, but only in that ironic way, like kind of like stepbrothers way. Three, he will always keep score. Bill is a nerdier, funnier Mr. Rogers, so he'll always run you disc. And you can't fucking tell me any of you want to fucking run you disc. You'll take that guy as a part as him on the card all the way from there. Um, that you gotta respect that. Number four, with his background, Bill can explain aerodynamics, weather fucking um, condensation of the flight and how that's going to transpose. Translation, there is no one better for form fucking tips right now than Bill Nye, the science guy. Number five, he's positive, calming force, or overall just a good fucking dude. That alone benefits <laughs> you as a partner and makes him the best PBS disc golf partner. Bill Nye, the science guy. Well, no, as as incorrect. The best guys, the best is clearly the guy who strives on adventure and the outdoors. Someone who's not afraid and willing to put in the work. Ted Shackelford or the man in the yellow hat. Ted is not afraid of anything. No jungle, no living with the monkey, no 60 foot death putt. No, it does not matter because he's the best partner. Everything about his game. Perfect. But what makes him the overall best partner is his ability to find discs no matter how deep you throw in the wood. Ted's got you covered. That's a vital part of being my partner since I'm running absolutely everything. So oftentimes I find myself in odd situations as in trees, moving water, you know, the casual landing zones. However, with Ted, it doesn't matter because he's always got his yellow, his yellow covered self looking for discs. And that's why the man in the yellow hat is the best disc golf partner. Man, you talked about Nico earlier. I think Nico's doing his best, best fucking man in yellow impression. This fucking, I don't know, man. He, he, he got the Amish look going on. Man, <laughs> I I loved you at your guys' fucking, both your guys' takes. Because you, both your guys' takes are just my guy mixed together. Like, my, my guy would be the U-disc doer. My guy would be the form checker, the... My my guy would be the person that goes in the swamp and gets all the discs. My and it's uh Alan Powers, or as the unintellectual know him as the brain from Arthur. Um I in the Arthur lore, they have shown uh, everybody when they get older, they didn't show Alan because Alan was too busy out on the fucking course working for Loft, fucking making the best discs out there, making the fucking best plastic. And he'd be He'd be the guy that has sandpaper with him and just sandpapering down fucking his frisbees to give it more extra glide and more extra fucking loft or more extra whatever. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but he's fucking sandpapering it and it's fucking doing what he needs to be parking fucking all his upshots. It, it'd be like fucking disc golf Jesus with a groove. Just everything's fucking right next to the pin. Fucking it, it'd be unstoppable. And that's all he would be doing. And he he loves math, so he's gonna do you desk like fucking Bill Nye. He's gonna fucking be doing all that shit. Let's see what else do I got about fucking the brain? Um, How are you gonna fucking do Arthur and not Arthur? Because <laughs> Arthur's a fucking fucking useless piece of shit. The only person that I thought of besides Arthur was besides the brain was Francine, but the brain is built better. And has been shown to be a better athlete than Francine. So I'd give it. I would have allowed Francine. The brain's a little too much. No, little man. Too, too much. And his fucking 
his parents own a fucking ice cream parlor. So guess where we're going every time? Remember we used to always go for blizzards? We're going for fucking sugar bowl, bitch! Nice. <laughs> fucking banana splits! I know, all that shit. <laughs> fucking so And it's a soda shop, so we get like fucking seltzers and shit. I mean, the brain is easy. He, he would dominate the pain. I think he's the best. I think anybody that fucking reads this would say, I think we gotta jump into some putting puzzlers because I got one that I want answered. Putting puzzlers, where I got dreams one. come true. Hmm. All right, yeah, biggest feet in disc golf. Cool. Uh, <laughs> big journey. Yeah, that's a piss. That's a good one. I don't uh, think I can answer anyone other than that. I'll go Calvin Heinberg. Coffee uh, for sure. Calvin Heinberg. James Proctor looks like he might have some fun. Uh, and then team. my second one, my female will be. That's a tough one. Sarah Hokum. Damn, that's about Hokum. <laughs> um, Colin Hanley. Ooh, Natalie Ryan. that might be a good one. I'm going to go Natalie Ryan. Nice. Take a seat. <laughs> um, All right, you got then, one, Swiss? Hold I do. on. If you were to lose one of your five senses, you just said you had one you wanted to answer, and you're gonna come with the second one. Yeah, if you <laughs> if you were, I, I got a couple. If you were to lose one of your five senses, what what five senses? What sense would you take away? <laughs> one of my five senses. Yeah, you gotta lose one of your five five senses. Hearing. Think hearing. You would never hear the bang of the chains ever again. It's fine. I see it. More yeah, but what about, if it's, what, about, what about if it's a blind no. hole? What about if it's I'll a blind it. hole? If it's a, the thing yeah, that would suck okay. is like if I like if it, I will never know if like if it's blind and I hit a tree or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, oh, and you'll never know. Where, yeah, that was pretty tough. I didn't think of that. Me, well, me, me, me and Swiss twisted the smell. Smell would be the least, um, the very like the least. Handle on your disc golf game. Yeah, I would rather like not smell, not have been able to smell my entire life than to like have smell and lose it. Because then you're just gonna keep thinking of that smell. But all right, can I go into mine? Yeah, sure. I guess I won't answer, Dick. Oh, you just said smell. You did. No, I said we discussed it, but I wanted to change it. I would, I would lose my sense of touch. No, wrong. No, yeah, that'd be bad for murky waters. Everything, everything. Smell, smell would be bad. Smell, smells fine. I'll lose my sense of smell. Right. Is finishing last at USDGC still a flex? I don't think finishing last anywhere for anything is a flex. I'm sorry. Unless you're referencing like one thing in specific, but I don't know if you know about that. Oh, there's something that you didn't know. No, there is something I didn't know. But I'm saying you still have to qualify. Wait, but why was it, it? Why was it a flex? Because you got you made it in. You have to qualify. You have to get in, or you have to play in. You basically have to play in. You beaten out others. Well, do you, like before you even show up. So do you know like them. who the guy that used to do this is? No, there was a guy who did like Lloyd Wima. There's like a reason like where. The whole you have to be this like rated around to be in go into majors was because he would qualify on events where he would be the only one in the in the open division, yeah. oh, so yeah. he would automatically get a bid and he would be awful, so bad. But he also has like, like the randomest like world records and shit. He's got like a world record and like most um, burpees done in like twenty four hours or something. Like he's got like stupid that. shit, and he just like loves disc golf, but he's like not that good and like took last every year until like he couldn't because of his rating. It's called the Wemo rule. There you go. Now he has his own fucking rule. But it's well, I don't know if it's actually like <laughs> called that, but like everyone just calls it the Wemo rule. Yeah. But, yeah. Still kind of a flex to get in. You still got in. I would still, if I qualified at one point in my life, I would always – I would reference You're it. always a USDGC qualifier. Am I saying like a state I took qualifier last? No. Or something. But yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. If people you ask how it. I did, I'd be like, not too good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, I'm not saying you're flexing no, ass, but you're like, no, is it still flex to say that? Yeah, no, yeah, I went there. Then no, you're saying a different thing. You're saying you're saying two different things. You're saying like it's not a flex that you took last. Yes, it's a flex to qualify. It's not a flex that mm. took, you took last. Yeah, but you taking last, you still have a, something to flex on. Is basically what I'm saying. That's okay, here's the question: 
So you would rather never qualify or to every time you have to say you qualified, you have to say, I took last. That's uh, a tough one. I took last. Yeah. Okay. So then, so then it's a flag. Then, so yes, then then I, then guess, flag. I guess it's a flag. I mean, cause like there's only like a hundred something people that got in, like out of all the disc, like I qualify, like that would be still be dope. Yeah. I guess it would suck. I took last, but. Yeah. And you don't have to make a fucking dumb statement about not being there. But anyways, move on. What I feel like that was a pretty good one to end on, actually, because oh, right, we're cool. uh, an hour in this podcast and all my puzzles I can use next week. So I think we can wrap this one up, guys. If you want to follow us on all of our social media, subscribe down below to basically everything. Hopefully, you're following us on all everything you can do. And uh, no tournament this week, but we have the finale coming up. So stay tuned for that when we kind of give our bracket predictions and all that. So hopefully, we see you guys next time.